Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. My name is Tom Marzuk Manser and I'm here with Ben Samuel and this week we're talking about court cases and their impact in the gas market this week. So Ben, the big one this week was uh, Groningen and a decision from the uh, Council of State. What happened there please? Well it was uh, potentially a big decision but uh, actually turned out to be um, uh, not a lot going on really. So just to, to give a bit of background, the Dutch Council of State is the uh, highest administrative court in the Netherlands. One of the uh, ministries within the Netherlands had called for a complete halt on um, production at uh, the Groningen Field, which is the country's largest. And basically the court ruled that uh, there was insufficient evidence to go ahead with that. Um, And so they gave another year uh, to provide further evidence um, uh, to support the idea that uh, production should stop. So that means the cap's basically unchanged at 21.6 billion cubic metres. Is that that right? Yeah, exactly. So there was a uh, cap on production put in place um, in order to limit the impact of the extraction process, which was causing uh, earth tremors in sort of northern parts of the Netherlands. They've got a cap for this gas year, which will um, uh, you know run till the end of September 2018, 21.6 billion cubic metres. For this reason, the market impact was uh, pretty muted, to be honest. Um, I, I guess everybody had kind of anticipated that uh, there, there wouldn't be a complete halt on production and uh, you know so it was kind of priced in there i did hear from a couple of traders saying that there were some early rumors that they were going to lift the cap entirely um coming out of some of the mainstream media publications uh, which led to a bit of selling early on um, before the decision was actually made but sort of following the announcement uh, which provided a bit of clarity there, there really wasn't a lot of price movement um uh, so i guess this was something that the market was was sort of expecting you know this isn't the only uh, major sort of court case which has um, uh, perhaps not led to a huge market impact this week. Um, there's also an ongoing dispute um, between NAFTA gas in Ukraine and uh, and Russia's Gazprom. Um, this is basically all about uh, transit contracts and um, supply deal in place. Uh, Tom, why, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, what happened with that one? Well, <laughs> nothing's really happened with it. I mean, it's been postponed. So the, it was due to be announced sort of around the 20th of uh, November. The, I mean, we've kind of already heard uh, over the, over the summer and into the autumn, that uh, that the the Stockholm arbitration court has has said that the Gazprom to NAFTA gas contracts on on supply and transit need to change, and that there'll be a move to ending the oil indexation and moving to hub indexation. And but 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 this was the final verdict, and then obviously we don't know that the, the, the sides were given a few months to uh, to agree on which hub could be uh, used in in the indexation. We. They couldn't decide, so that announcement will be part of this. But the whole thing's been put back two weeks uh, for one reason or another. It's not quite clear why. It's fair to say that, particularly for the markets, maybe the less liquid markets in Eastern Europe, the, the outcome of this could be quite significant in terms of hub liquidity uh, and, and obviously deliveries. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Gazprom has been kind of moving away from oil indexation within its contracts, um, uh, you know, kind of following several new agreements that it's made. You know, what, what's precipitated that, uh, that sort of change of focus? Well, I, I think, you know, buyers are really calling for, you know, I, I think some buyers want the full hub indexation. It's not actually, uh, that move's really not going to happen. But, you know, we've had the, the head of Gazprom Export uh, reiterate quite publicly um, at a major conference not that long ago that hi- hybrid, it is the way that they are really sort of marketing their gas these days. That's exactly what, for example, Gazprom offered in the in the in the concessions uh, um, to a bunch of cent- in a different case altogether. The 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 antitrust commission uh, case that the European Commission brought against Gazprom is is, is to induce hybrid contracts. Um, funnily enough, um, the Polish 
incumbent Pignig has has requested a reopener on its long-term contract. Pignig was uh, very much against the uh, Gazprom suggestion of uh, having these um, concessions or changes of the contract. I can only speculate that if having requested the reopener, that, that Gazprom is only going to offer them a hybrid contract, which may be a move away from full uh, oil indexation, but it's it's not going to be anything different from what they've already basically been offered um, and they've rejected. But to be seen, really, uh, how, how how much it will have on the, on the wider market when, when all of these new contracts uh, are either recalibrated or, or, or the indexation is completely changed. Okay, and uh, obviously you kind of mentioned that, uh, that calling for greater hub indexation in supply contracts, um, particularly in Eastern Europe. Um, I understand that in Ukraine, uh, the reference price is often uh, the, the German NCG market, um, which will obviously kind of increase Germany's uh, position as a sort of price setter in the region. But I gather with more Russian gas coming directly to Germany through the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, the gas pool market area is, is sort of increasing in its influence a little bit. Uh, Tom, could you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, well, as you say, um, Nord Stream flows uh, into Germany, which then get travel down the Opel pipeline. But actually much of it is rerouted once it hits the Czech Republic back into Germany uh, at the Weidhaus point uh, has led to a massive spike in uh, in gas pool volumes that out- gas pool is outstripping uh, NCG in, in terms of total traded volume last month in October and they were pretty similar in, in the month before which is exactly when these flows have ramped up so it's it's, it's fair to say that the, the relevance of not only NCG but gas pool as a market and in, as an index point of indexation will only grow as as volumes rise, and, and of course we have the merger coming down the line. But what, what's obviously what brings it all this back together and back to where we started is 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 those volumes are only rising because of yet another court case. You know the the, the reason that that gas pool, arguably, if gas pool volumes are linked to Nord Stream flows, um, Nord Stream's only been able to run at 100% since uh, a moratorium has been lifted on 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 gas pool's use for the full capacity. Okay, thanks very much, Tom. Well, we're going to uh, leave that there. Please head to isis.com for all your latest ISIS energy news and podcasts. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.